Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It's time to support your favorite MLB superstars and let your voice be heard with the 2024 MLB All-Star Ballot presented by BuildSubmarines.com. Oh! That's right, you get to help choose the starting lineups for the Midsummer Classic and decide who represents your team at the MLB All-Star Game presented by MasterCard this summer in Arlington. He makes the play! So make your picks today at MLB.com slash vote. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to talk to uh, Alex Gordon, former Royal College Baseball Hall of Famer with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Gordo, how are you? Good? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Of course, man. So we got the College Baseball Hall of Fame coming to Overland Park, Kansas. That's got to be cool for you, right? You're in the College Baseball Hall of Fame, and now it's here in in Kansas City. Yeah, very cool. Um, kind of been involved with it for the last year and a half, really, uh, with the Visit Overland Park team. And, you know, not doing as much work as that team did, but, you know, helping out as much as I could. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of fun to see it all kind of unfold and uh, finally get to Overland Park. You know, somebody had said to me yesterday, they go, why not Omaha, Nebraska? Why Overland Park, Kansas? So how, how did it happen that we got it here? Well, I think there are three locations that it really came down to. And I think at the end, it was between Omaha and Overland Park. And you know, I told the guys, you know, I'm kind of biased because obviously I'm from Nebraska and I think either way would have been great. But, you know, living five minutes from Prairie Fire, we're it's going to go in that location. Um, you know, I was really on board to make it happen to come here. So I think either way it would have been great. Um, but um, just the community of Kansas City is really, I think, what took it over the edge in that location with uh, how much is going on over there. And it's going to be a permanent exhibit, right? It's not going to be one of those traveling exhibits or anything like that. It's here to stay. No, it's something they've wanted to do for a while. And, um, you know, I was a part of it in 2005 going down to Texas Tech uh, where the College Baseball Hall of Fame was, but it wasn't really anything. It was just a warehouse full of stuff. And, um, I know they've been wanting to get something done for a while and it took, it took a long time, but it kind of came full circle and, um, you know, 20 plus or 20 something years later, it finally uh, unfolded into, into this. So it's going to be at the museum at Prairie fire mm-hmm. in, in Overland park. I guess they're going to clear out that warehouse then and dust some of that stuff. There's probably some gems though in that warehouse, I'm guessing. Well, well, it's, um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff, and they're kind of going in where that uh, dinosaur museum is, where I've been a lot with my kids, and right. uh, it's a great, it's a great space and great location next to the chicken pickle and everything going on over there. So, um, going to be more excited about it. Yep. The kid, the kids might be disappointed though. They're like, "Oh, we came here to see the dinosaurs, and there you are, Dad." Yeah, they're going to see you. <laughs> no, I like it because like I'm coaching my boys now, 13 and 10 years old, both youth baseball teams, and you know sometimes they don't. You know, know know where I came from, and sometimes they don't listen to me and don't know, <laughs> don't think I know what I'm talking about. Right. And then, you know, I can just take them down there the street and be go. like, "Yeah, yeah you, your dad knows what he's talking about a little bit." <laughs> yeah, so that's good that you you have the same dad experiences as we do. But but seriously, Alex, put yeah. that into perspective: a 13 and a 10 year old. Here we sit in January of 2014. Can you believe it's 10 years since you guys had that wild card game and made that first run to the World Series? How fast did that go for you? Oh, it's uh, too quick. Um, it seems like it was yesterday, really. And, you know, what's what's so great about it is we still keep in touch with all those guys. Actually, I run, a, I run a fantasy football team, and I'm the commissioner, so I kind of have all those guys in the league, and we st- kind of stay connected with that and everything. But, you know, just trying to – everybody, everybody kind of goes their different way, California, Florida, all over the place, Kansas City. 
And, you know, we do our best to try to keep in touch because it's because so many great friendships over the years and memories. You know, I know living here in Kansas City, you can't help but get caught up in what's going on with the Chiefs. But I've maintained to everybody that that run in 2014 is what turned Kansas City, man. We went from a city of okay to a city of we can kick anybody's ass. And you guys were the impetus to that. Yeah, well, I mean, looking back on it, I can remember the Chiefs kind of starting to turn a corner, but that's kind of when we became relevant um, in Kansas City in the baseball world. And I can remember, um, I don't know if it was Mahomes or some of the guys or the coaches, but they were like, how are you guys doing this? Like what they're kind of picking our brains to see, you know, what can we do to translate what the Royals are doing? And it kind of, you know, I think we kind of passed it on to them and they just look at what the Chiefs have been doing. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I like to think that we took credit for their success, but um, it, 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 it is pretty exciting to see uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and all these guys do what they're doing. Well, it, it's good that you say that because I've been saying that now for the last five, six, seven, eight years is that when you guys won the World Series, I remember Andy Reid saying, God, everywhere I go, the baseball team wins. I wonder if it'll ever be me. And, and, and a couple of people behind the scenes have said, yeah, we kind of used that Royals and saw that parade and went, okay, a jealous. Yeah. got a little jealous. Yeah. It, it, it's Lit time to fire. do it. So what were those conversations like? Like, what did you tell them about, about winning or whatever they wanted to know about taking it to the next level? level you know what i told him i told him that you know develop that chemistry in the clubhouse because you know you're with these guys so much so much time during the years basically with them more than your family and to develop that you know just fun atmosphere in the clubhouse where going out to play every day you know 162 games uh whatnot but going out to play every day is just like another day having fun with the guys and it's not work and it's not you know stress going to the ballpark so we just developed a great atmosphere chemistry and you know you kind of see the chiefs with instagram and all their videos and all that and it's just it kind of kind of looks like they're that they're kind of doing the same way so um hopefully now that the chiefs are having so much success that the royals now can look at them and be kind of jealous and hopefully think hey what can we do to get where they're at so um hopefully it can come um in the other direction are are you uh consulted in that regard too with the current group of Royals and try to impart some of the things that were successful for you guys to them? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm around the team a little bit, nothing, you know, under contract or anything, but so many great relationships with that, with that organization that, you know, I'm just like, call me whenever you guys need me. I'm, I'm here. I can come help out. I can come talk. I can um, come speak to the guys. I know we just had a, uh, an orientation, uh, Matt Morosco and the, uh, the Royals development team through um, the new draft picks came to the, um, Kansas City and kind of went through everything with, you know, Mike Sweeney, Reggie Sanders, I talked, but just everything, what to expect. So um, we're, we're always trying to give back what we learned over the years and uh, hopefully pass on some knowledge and experiences that came along the way that can help out um, not only these young guys, but the, the big league team as well. So um, anything we can do to help, we're, we're trying to do that. So good to see what they did in the off season too. being just a Royals fan. Now it's got to get your juices flowing. Go, man, they spent $105 million this off season. How come they ever did that when I was here? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, um, you know, I'm not all about, you know, you don't have to spend a ton of money. It's about getting the right guys. And mm-hmm. I feel like they've been doing that. Um, getting the right pieces to come over to kind of mold with the team that they have already. Um, I know I've played against some of the guys, Waka, some of the other guys they, you know, picked up. So, uh, it's not only just about the money. It's about getting the right guys that can, you know, gel with the team. Like I said, bring that chemistry over to the clubhouse and uh, help out the team, obviously, on the field as well. So um, I like the signs they've they've done already. But uh, at the same time, it's got to it's got to come from, you know, inside that clubhouse from last year. The guys that, 
you know, are developing or getting older experience. Bobby Witts, um, you know, all those guys, obviously Salvi's been around for a while, but it's about those guys, you know, taking the next step and hopefully they can, you know, have that motivation from the team going out, trying to get new players and use that as motivation to carry it on in the off season and, uh, you know, try to do something special here. Was there one addition or move during that run that you guys had where you look at and go, that's the one that put us over the top? Well, there, there, there's two big ones. Obviously, the Grinky trade, everybody was, you know, kind of like, oh, no, Grinky's gone. But um, we got young players. We didn't know what to expect with those guys. But looking at back on it now, what a huge trade that was. But for me, um, I think it was in the offseason of 2013. I remember it was right before um, I was going to go to bed. Um, and all of a sudden, it's like James Shields. We hired or we signed James Shields. And we were kind of, you know, on that cusp of, you know, being – you know, okay to maybe being a great team. And I think we just needed that one sign. And it was almost like Dayton went out and got this big pitcher that was going to, that was going to take us over that edge. And um, obviously playing against Shields in Tampa Bay, knowing how good he was facing him um, with that nasty changeup, I just knew it was going to make our team um, that much better. So it really gave uh, me a spark. I know it gave a lot of other guys sparks too, as as far as, you know, they they were trying to win now. So let's, let's go get it. Not that we weren't trying to at, at the time, but it was just that big addition, that big motivation that I talked about to carry that in the spring training. And um, with that signing, obviously came Wade Davis too, that we didn't really know a whole lot about, but it was probably even a bigger addition than Shields. But those yeah. two guys were, were the huge ones, I think. I'm glad you said that too, because we didn't know who Wade Davis was either. We're like, oh, they're throwing in no. a reliever and he turned out to be like for two years, the greatest closer out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was at the time I was like, I think it was two or three days later. I was like, Oh, Wade Davis too. Okay. That's, that's interesting. But uh, obviously the big name was shields. Um, but yeah, those two, those two players helped out in so many ways. We're talking with Alex Gordon here on six Ten sports radio. Alex, you said you were, you're coaching your, your sons. All right. I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. Here's a fly ball out to left. that goes off the wall. Your son picks it up from left field. Do you allow him to, uh, to air it out and go all the way home? Or does he have to hit the cutoff man? No, he's got to earn it first. So he's got to show me in practice that he can do that. He's not there yet, but uh, I will tell you one thing. Uh, both my boys are great players, but my I coach the oldest team, um, which is through the Kansas City Royals organization. It's called Team KC, which uh, I love. And he's a second baseman, and he's got better hands than I ever did. So uh, I'm like, hey, you don't even need to go play left field. Just stick at second base, use those hands, and uh, you'll be just fine. Nice. I'm sure we've uh, kind of touched on this before, but it just came in on the text line, so I'm going to ask you again. If Jersh sent you, would you have been safe? <laughs> um, No, but I definitely would have ran over Buster Posey if um, the ball beat me there and it was you know, a do-or-die play, and I would have went back to my college uh, or my high school football days when I was a safety and just, you know, kind of spear him the best way that I could. So that would have been a kind of a cool ending um, to unfold whether I was out or safe. But I mean, what, what a way to finish it, you know? I mean, seriously, think about that. You, you, you get that, you hit that ball, the left field. It looks like, you know, you, you don't know where it's going to go. It's rolling all the way to the wall. You're rounding first, you're rounding second, you're hitting third. And then all of a sudden the stop sign goes up and it's like the most debated play in Kansas city sports maybe, history. Maybe you know? it will be forever. It you know? may be the most debated play in Kansas city sports history, but you're on record saying you probably would have been out, right? Well, probably. I mean, you never know. It's a long throw. It's a, obviously Kaufman's a huge stadium and he was, you know, 15, 20 feet into the outfield. Uh, Brandon Crawford is a great player. He made that throw, I, I think, earlier in their game when I hit it to right center and Billy Butler was running. 
and it was a one hop, you know, gem right to Buster Posey. But luckily, Billy Butler's speed beat the beat the throw. But um, <laughs> you know, who who knows? I just I just think like looking back on it now, um, obviously it didn't work out for us, but. <laughs> outer safe it was of a band band plane to end the season you know at home plate um like that i think the world would just would have been shocked like it just would have been a crazy ending so um it would have been fun jurish ended up making the right call um i always laugh about this because the next season in spring training there's so many questions going on espn all this like jurish should you have sent him alex would you have been safe and talking over and over about it and first game in spring training i was at second and he set me and it was like a terrible send, but he did it just to prove a point. And I was like 10 feet out, just walking to the catcher, getting tagged out. And he was like, do you see that? So it would have happened. So. <laughs> so he did it in spring training. That is outstanding. Yeah, just kind of, kind of, kind of a laughing matter. So <laughs> Fantastic. Prove a point. Well, Alex, we yeah. appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on and talking about the hall of fame, coming here to KC. Enjoy the chiefs game this weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, always good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Take care. Alex Gordon with us here on uh, 610 Sports Radio, the uh, former Royal outfielder on record saying that he would have probably been. But he also said you never know. You never know. (laughs) And it will be the greatest sports debate, I think, still ever. So, yes, the College Baseball Hall of Fame is going to be at uh, the museum at Prairie Fire now moving forward. So pretty cool uh, extra deal here in uh, in Kansas City. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.